The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event Fuel by Dead End Barbecue. When you are fortunate enough to do the show with Inspector Gadget, you're able to find... <laughs> the identity and information about the T-Town burglar. <laughs> Grant Collins, 31 years old, who went into the Alabama locker room while Tennessee was playing. Um, well, Alabama was playing Tennessee, and this gentleman went in and stole some, stole some things. Um, three grams of meth was found in his car, by the way, which – Sure, he had two grams in the system. Um, he is not from Huntsville. He did not go to high school in Huntsville. Is what we learned, Ben. That's correct. Give us the to, details. I'm, I'm just glad that all these Law and Order episodes that I've been watching uh, are finally paying off. That I can do some recon during the break and just find things immediately. Just shout out to Detective Benson and Detective. <laughs> Stabler for for helping me become the person I am today. I went to James River High in Richmond, Virginia, and uh, isn't even an Alabama fan. Nope. Studied at Mississippi State University. Sports administration. His birthday, May tenth, nineteen ninety. Has religious views of a Christian. Is married. All right. And, and learned that he is a real estate agent. Hmm. Of sorts, or was a real estate agent of sorts. I think was is might might be more correct, Ben. Wow, 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 wow. Eight six five two hundred fifty five oh three. Brad says, "All I know is if someone raided Tennessee's locker room, they ain't gonna find, they ain't gonna be no purses stolen." Hey, Michael Coors makes nice man bags. I guess you have one. False. False. I would rock one, but I don't go anywhere, so I don't have anywhere to go to, to rock it. I just wear a fanny pack. I'll be good to go. Uh, Vol P58, we have a high, we have an update on our volunteer spirit fund for Children's Hospital. We had some awesome momentum, and the momentum is still great. You know, I had some people messaging me, hey, man, the, the momentum faded, and and hey, we raised eighty seven thousand dollars, eight hundred and and seventy eight uh excuse me, eighty seven, eight hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. And yeah, we are about fifteen thousand dollars short of our goal, but I look at it as a positive. Children's hospital is gonna get a lot of money to help a lot of people. So uh the fundraiser is still going on. Um the momentum is is still there. It's not it's not like it was at the beginning, but we're going to hit this goal. We don't quit. We're going to hit this goal. We're going to continue to push, push, push. Um, there was an interview with, with, with Brent um, and myself that aired in Chattanooga Market this week uh, about this fundraiser. So uh, it is still alive and well, and if you want to – participate and help all you have to do is go to vol nation fundraiser.com 
and um, you can do that. So we are 87,875. Our goal is to hit 102,455. Oh, okay, gotcha. I was wondering what's wrong with you. It's like Ben, uh, the lights ain't gonna cut off if you do that, man. I don't know. We don't have we don't have that installed here in the Swain Event Studio. You're very clapping like you're trying to turn the lights off. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing, man. Let's uh, <laughs> get the vault store. <laughs> vault store. Good morning. <laughs> Cleanups on aisle nine. Trying to use the clapper. Show's gone off the rails, boy. I don't know what, I know what Ben was doing, man. I was like, what, what, you trying to start a, a, a slow clap? Like, man, this is the worst time for that. This is a terrible time. <laughs> no, it's not. That was a good time. You were talking about all the money that we had raised for, for the East Tennessee Children's Hospital. Great time for a slow clap. I was waiting for him to do the Rocky Top chant. <laughs> <laughs> woo! Are you, are you a woo guy, Ballstorm? Do you believe in doing the woo? I have done the woo. I grew up not doing the woo, so I'm I'm kind of indifferent to it. When did the the woo come into to place? Probably around the mid '90s, late '90s. All I know is the woo. If I'm feeling gangster, yeah. if I'm feeling gangster, I go with the Master P. Because uh. uh. you're doing that Castleberry End chant. That's right. Good old Rocky time. You did a little John. Yeah! Good old Rocky Top. Yeah! (laughs) (laughs) See, like, even just then, like, in my head, singing along in my head, I did the woo in my head because that's all I know. Right. Well, I mean, it's been drilled into our brains for so long. It's kind of hard to avoid it at this point. Or you can do the Kevin Hart. Good old Rocky Top. All right, all right, all right. (laughs) That's too long. It's too long. It's too long. You can't use that. I I like the woo. I, honestly, that's the part where everybody gets the most hype. It is. Yeah, I like when third down for what comes on. Uh, we, we 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 did not mention that it was hype. that Neyland Stadium played third down for what during the Ole Miss game. It was hype. You talk about a crowd getting hyped. It was hype. I, I was surprised. I thought we hated third down for what. We do, but it's like a love hate. No, 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 no. It's not that we don't – it's not that we hate it. It's just that – The person you know, associated it's, with it's it. It's kind of like, you know, don't know what you got until it's gone. You know, after, after that girl or that guy leaves, it's like, man, I screwed up. It's the person. It it's the person associated with it is is what people hate. I never had that happen to me. Also. Right. Yeah, I mean, and it don't even make any sense third down for what it don't make any sense when you think about it but the beat is so catchy it's so hype that hey it it, it it works as far as getting the crowd into the game and getting them hype but i didn't i didn't want to hear it i wanted to see if we can find something better but there's just not anything better we haven't found it anything really yet. we haven't found anything better uh guys uh Congratulations to your world champion, Atlanta Braves. Who? <laughs> Mine? Or Ben's? Well, well Ben, according to Ben, since, well, according to Ben, since the Yankees beat the Braves, then that means the the, 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 the Yankees are the real world champions. 
Yeah, okay. We we using uh, uh, Charlie Burr's logic here? Yep. Yeah. All I know is that the Yankees were 2-0. and uh, See, look. Yeah, you slick. I wish you could have seen the face on, on Swain's – the look on Swain's face just now. And, and he, he is just absolutely fitting the mold of Dave Tona's phone call because he set me up. He tossed a softball to the good folks listening to, to just absolute – murder me and he's sitting over here with trying to cover his hand over his face and i see him smirking out of the corner of my eye yay slick swain trying to (laughs) sabotage me (laughs) trying to sabotage me i'm here for the entertainment but all i know is that even when the braves win the world series they still can't beat the yankees it don't matter if you win the world series true but my fact still remains true as well yeah especially when the yankees didn't even make playoffs too the yankees had as many playoff wins as the Braves had wins How against the Yankees this year. How many did they have this year? year? How many did they have this year? I know you didn't let me finish. The Yankees had as many playoff wins uh, 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 your, this your year as the Braves did wins over the Yankees. You feel, Zero. You feel good about yourself, Ben? No. You feel better? I hope you I was very jealous last night. <laughs> very jealous. Happy. Jealous, a lot of emotions. Guys, um, I think it's very interesting that we uh, that our defensive coordinator just happens to be at the same school as uh, Will Levi's. That's why I'm calling him Will Levi's. It's spelled Levi's. Levis is a weird name. <laughs> Sorry, if that is a weird there. name. That's the last name, Levis. Will Levis. <laughs> oh man. What 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 oh. descent is that, Volstorm? What what descent is Levis from? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I was hoping you would guess and get canceled. <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. I ain't falling for it. I ain't falling for it, Daytona. <laughs> Oh no, but I just—I think, I think if Tennessee can stop the run and make them one-dimensional, they're going to have a hell of a time against our offense. I don't think they can put up the points we can. I don't either. The question is: Are we going to have uh, the offensive line healthy enough to be able to uh, stave them off so we can uh, we can get that offense rolling? At uh, the start of the game, I'll say yeah. I would say yes. At the right, start of the, start game, of the game, will will the ankles of Cooper and Cade hold up? I have more faith in in Cooper since Cooper was finally able to make it through a football game against Alabama, and then had the bye week, obviously after the Alabama game. So that makes me feel good about Cooper the rest of the way. But this will be Cade's first test on that ankle since he went down on the fourth play of the game. Uh, against Ole Miss, so hopefully, hopefully, Colts Cade's ankle holds up. Uh, but going into the game, they'll be healthy. I, I don't expect Karon Calvert or Kingston Harris to play. I, I think Tennessee is going to be very healthy uh, in terms of how healthy they have been. My my only concern is Elijah Simmons. I I think he's the the one big question mark. Yeah. One thing I don't want to do is to get into the fourth quarter and it be a tight game. I mean, I think it's going to be a tight game. Not, I'm not too sure. Uh, what, what, 
we'll have to see, but I'm just not too sure about uh, us holding up as far as, yeah. Believe me, our, our defense has stamina, but I think it, I think we're going to have to put it on in Kentucky. Now, I think if we can get up on them by two scores in the beginning, we'll have them. We, we, we just haven't. We just haven't won a game, Volstorm, where it has been tight in the fourth quarter. I mean, I, I think this team has been battle-tested, and I think they have learned from those games. You know, you came up short against Pittsburgh. You came up short against Ole Miss. I think you've learned a lot in those games if you take an a L as an opportunity to learn. But they haven't done it yet, so I understand – kind of the, the lack of confidence in Tennessee being able to to win in the fourth quarter if it comes down to a one-possession game because we haven't done it yet. I get it. But I look at this Kentucky team, and, man, Tennessee just needs to make it uncomfortable for them by putting up points and forcing them to be something that they're not, and that's a team that that throws a football. Very important for Tennessee to start fast. And they, they've been a team that started fast all season long. Need to start fast and force Kentucky – to do something that they're not used to doing. Simple as that. And that is throwing the football. And that is being a, a, a drop-back team. That's not what they want to do. They want to do play action because they want to play off their run. And it's very important for Tennessee to stop the run. Um, but I get what you're saying, Volstorm. And, you know, until they do it, it's hard to have a lot of confidence in, in Tennessee um, fighting in the fourth quarter and winning. I do think this game will be you know, close because it's a rivalry. Um, I think Kentucky, you know, is is a solid team. I respect their players. I respect their coaching staff. And, you know, they they had 24 hours in a day to put a game plan together, too. It's just that Tennessee has had more time. And I think the point that you made, Volstorm, is very, very um, important, and it's a great point, that Tim Banks went up against Will Levis every single day in practice at Penn State. So – uh, Nelson says, should Coach Banks be considered for coordinator of the year? I mean, I think he should be considered. I know it. coordinators normally don't get that that love because it's, it's it goes to the team that's winning and, and, and doing well. Um, but, yeah, absolutely. When uh, Bob Shoup left here and went to Mississippi State, I mean, he he was recognized as one of the best assistant coaches of the year. But he lost out to – Mike Lossley, because that the Alabama team was better and was good. But I think Tim Banks certainly should be considered. What he's done with his defense, with the personnel, has been nothing short of remarkable. Can we convince the band to stop playing the Gladiator song? BSVFL, have you lost your damn mind? That's, that is the best. That is the best thing outside of Rocky Top that the band was that the band plays. That's that gets me going. That uh, Gladiator song. That gets me going. I love that song. I'm gonna say something that people are not going to like. Oh, what's new, Ben? Go ahead. They need to just start playing music as is instead of the band. Ooh, Ben. I'm not gonna... not do away with Rocky Top, but in terms of like on on third down or like a timeout. Quarter change. Don't mess with the Gladiator song. The the I'm not saying don't play it at all. I'm just saying like y'all really gonna hate this part of it too. Alabama does a great job of of playing music and getting 
the, the players into it, getting the crowd into it. And it, it is a, a far more hype environment when you when you're playing music than when the band is playing. And, and I'm not I'm not even talking about Rocky Top, so don't don't even try to go there. I'm talking about like the before a big play, uh, third down, or before or or during a, a timeout, like Bama does a good job of playing music to get get its stadium going. And, and I'm using Bama as an example because I was in Tuscaloosa two weeks ago, and, and I saw it with, with my own eyes. Nobody wanted to hear me say that, well, the, the light show at Alabama was actually cool when I came back in 2019. Nobody wanted to hear that, and now everybody's clamoring about how awesome the lights looked at Neyland against Ole Miss. Bama does a great job with its music as well throughout the game, getting the players into it, getting the crowd into it. I think Tennessee needs to adopt more music, less band when it's not playing Rocky Top. Okay. All right. All right. This month is Men's Health Month. Ladies and gentlemen, Men's Health Month. What does that mean? That means Low T Center right now. Take advantage of their $155 a month for self-pay. For self-inject at-home testosterone treatments that are monitored or is covered by most health insurance, make sure to go to LowTCenter.com where they specialize in men's wellness. Again, that is LowTCenter and LowTCenter.com. Only $155 a month for monitored self-inject treatments, and they will ship directly to you. They will ship directly to you. That is big time. LowTCenter.com. Be right back. Hour three of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Good morning, Swain Event crew. Fall is here, and according to the big box stores, it's Christmas time, too. This time of year is traditionally a busy one for the East Tennessee real estate market, and it will continue through the end of 2021 as well. Most people think the holidays aren't the right time to buy and sell. However, it is one of the best times to jump in the market. To find out more, just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, at 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Litter is a big problem in Tennessee, but together we can do big things. We can make our cities, our waterways, our roads cleaner and safer. The Tennessee Department of Transportation is committed to reducing litter in our communities, but we need your help to do it. There are over 100 million pieces of litter in our roads at any given time, and it costs TDOT about $19 million a year just to clean it up. The first step to keeping Tennessee beautiful is to rally behind these three simple words. Nobody trashes Tennessee. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. 
We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Textbox agrees with Ben for the most part. Other McKee said, let Sterl do his thing. Riley Vall says, I like that take B. I think the B stands for Ben. Hopefully, and not another B. Swain, I've got a stat for you. What's that? You know I like throwing out stats out here. We know Tennessee has had a lot of success with tackles for loss Mm -hmm. this season. Uh, because of a bye week, Tennessee is now second in the country. 
they no longer have the most. Liberty surpassed them over the weekend. Liberty has 74 tackles for a loss, which is the best in the country. Tennessee is now second with 70 oh, that'd change. tackles for a loss. Will it? Because this is where my stat is going. Kentucky is 16th in the country in tackles for loss allowed. So they've allowed the 16th fewest tackles for a loss this season. Uh, Kentucky only 33 tackles for a, a loss allowed. So that's a interesting stat going into this game. Something's going to have to give, right? Yep, something, something is going to have to give. Tennessee good at generating TFLs. Kentucky good at not allowing TFLs. Something's so, going to have to give. Something will have and will. to give. And will. Uh, BC1 Cam says two grams may be a little much to have in one system. I don't know the recipe. I'm just saying. Sounds like you know the recipe. Yeah, that might, you might be right, BC1 Cam. I mean, I wouldn't know. Um, but You sure? I'm very, very, very sure. Very sure. Uh, Mike says, yeah, man, the Gladiator song is the best. I love the Gladiator song. That that song hyped me up more than any other song during the game that the band w- would play. It would hype me up more than any other song. I I love the band. I just don't think the band brings out the the most the best game day atmosphere that, that you can bring out. Like I, I think the band is, is best suited for its walk to the stadium. That, that's a, a must-see. Let, let me stop you. I'm, I'm going to help you out. In-game. You're referring to in-game. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah, the, pre, the pregame walk for the band, that is part of the game day atmosphere. You're meaning the in-game atmosphere. atmosphere as far as getting the crowd. Hype. Hype and loud and going. Right. Yeah. And that, that's what I was on the verge of saying, that, that walk to the stadium – when they walk over the pedestrian bridge and stop and they, they play Rocky Top. and that, That's the best version of Rocky Top is straight from the, the band before the game when the, the crowd doesn't somewhat wash it out. Like, because you can actually hear the instruments, the mm-hmm. different instruments playing, playing Rocky Top. And if anybody's like me, it'll... It'll give you some goosebumps well, when when you hear it in person. It's just a, a different feeling when, when you hear Rocky Top in, in right. person, right next to the band. So uh, that is that's amazing, and the the T opening up the T is amazing. And and like you just said, the the when they're on the field, both pregame leading up to the team coming onto the field and during halftime, they they are amazing, and they're amazing during the game. I just don't believe that the band optimizes the most potential possible when it comes to in-game energy generated by the crowd. Hey, listen, I'm not going to disagree with you on that one. Text box. I like what Mick Swain said. I got a trombone to pick with you, Ben. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like Travis Cabbage right there. That's a Travis Cabbage tweet. That is definitely a Travis, Travis Cabbage tweet. I had a message I wanted. Oh, here it is from Colorado Vol. <clears throat> My Kentucky friend thinks that they're going to run the ball down our throat the whole game and gain five yards each play. I don't know what 
that Kentucky fans have seen from Tennessee to think that a team is just going to be able to 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 run the football at will. I don't understand that. Um, here on on our YouTube, someone says, "Leave the ban alone. This is college football, not pro sports." Well, I will tell you. Each day, each day, college football is becoming pro sports. Each day. It's getting closer and closer to that. Each day. There's still a place for the band. I love the band. But when you talk about in-game atmospheres, you're talking about getting the crowd loud. When you do a comparison, band versus music piped in. It's not even close. And if you want to make an impact on the game, you want the crowd rowdy. You want the crowd loud. So there's room for both. This is not a conversation about getting rid of one for the other. This is a conversation about the in-game atmosphere. And it's not just at Tennessee. This is around the country. Music does more to help with that than the band. I mean, if you go to the games, you can tell that yourself. Now, if you don't go to the game and you haven't been to the game since the you know, 90s, when there wasn't any piped-in music, then you probably would have that take. But if you went to a game recently, you have seen the value in having both. Now, the band's playing, man, they're playing, they're playing a song, uh, Ole Miss game. I was like, wait a minute, am I at a... Am I at a Grandma State game? Am I at a Florida A&M game? The, when did the band start playing that song? I was kind of getting, I was kind of moving around a little bit, dancing, moving my my hips and my shoulders and my hands. I was I was feeling it. Tennessee's band is is amazing. It, it it truly is. They they are one of the best, if not the best in in the entire country. I, I can't go that far because I haven't heard other bands, but. Of all the, the stadiums I've been to in, in the SEC, which I think is eight or nine of, of the 14, like Tennessee by far has, has the best band. It's, yeah. it's better than Alabama's, better than Georgia's, better than Florida's, Auburn's, obviously Vandy's and Kentucky's, like so on and, and, and so forth, better than Ole Miss's. It's, it's top-notch. Uh, I know everybody talks about LSU's band, although they, they talk more about the songs that they perform rather than them themselves, if if that makes sense. So I, I love the band. I'm not saying do away with the band. I'm not saying that at all. I just raved about the, we the got, pregame. We, we got to listen better, man. I just raved about the, the pregame we gotta listen, festivities that, that they put on. That That is awesome. When, when I was going to games as a fan, I would, I'm the person that shows up early enough, early enough to get a good spot at the vol walk. And then as soon as the fall walk is over, walk over towards gate 21 or pedestrian bridge and or before they started walking down pedestrian bridge, when they just followed the same route as the fall walk, I'd either stay right there or then once they made the changes, I'd go find me a new spot where the band comes and, and I'd listen to the band. And then I go in the stadium with the band so I can listen to the band pregame and make sure that I'm in my seat for the the pregame festivities when the band gets on the field. So I I love and appreciate the band. Look, you, you shouldn't have to go. You, should, you really shouldn't have to go all in I, that detail because 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 what what was said was that the in game atmosphere is is better with 
the music as far as getting the crowd into the game. And if you go to the game, you can see that for yourself. So it wasn't a comment about getting rid of the band or the band not doing this. and Like, it wasn't that. So people need to listen better and stop taking somebody's words and trying to twist it and making it something that is not. Simple as that. There's a place for both. And I think Tennessee does a really good job with both. Mm-hmm. Because that Ole Miss game, there was a mixture of both. And it was loud. I heard the Gladiator song, made me happy. I heard the band play some some new songs, some new uh, flavor um, that was really good. Pre-game, I was standing right next to Danny White, right before uh, Big Orange Countdown, there on the Vol Network stage. Do you remind him about the letters? And I absolutely I always remind him of the letters when I see him. But I was just, like, I had chills. I had chills, and I was like, man, I'm so happy for you that you get a chance to witness this. And even Danny, like, mentioned it during the broadcast. He was kind of laughing that I said that I was happy for him. And he was, like, happy for me. I was like, no, nah, man, I've, dude, I've experienced this. I'm happy for you. This is your first time experiencing it. I'm happy for you, man. Like, you get a chance to see this in your first year. Your first year, you get a chance to see this. When you look at where Tennessee was during the summer where no one cared about Tennessee football. Apathy was at an all-time high. And a couple months later, it's a packed house, it's a sellout, and the band walking to the game is giving you chills. Like, I'm happy for you. So there's a place for both. This ain't politics, man. We ain't trying to change one thing somebody said and, and twist it into another narrative. Mm-mm. What you said was fair. It's room for both. We ain't doing that. Listen. Better. Houston. Kevin in Houston. Says the chili just get me hyped up during the game. More than the band or loud music being piped in. All right, Kevin. Now, the real question, Kevin, is do the cheerleaders or the dance team get you more hyped up? That's that's the real question, Kevin. I guess. <laughs> I guess, eh? Hey, different things float different people's boats differently, different strokes for different folks. Hey, Kevin, as long as he's hype, that's all I care about. Um, Vol fan says, as someone who lives in a city with a pro football, basketball, baseball team, and hockey team, and who goes to games regularly, I can say without a doubt that the pride of the Southland band creates a better atmosphere than the piped-in music at pro games. There's times during the game where both are important. If they wasn't important, then you wouldn't have teams, college football teams around the country, do both. If it was that much better, then nobody would do pop-in music. If it wasn't value, teams wouldn't do it in the SEC. You see teams doing both because they're valuing both. It doesn't have to be black and white here, folks. It really doesn't. Now, your opinion, you you could say that it creates a better, you know, better atmosphere. That's cool. Because that's that's two different points. The college atmosphere, which is all the stuff pregame. It's all the stuff at halftime. It's during the game. It's after the game. Like, that's the atmosphere. You want to talk about the whole thing. But, like, 
in game as far as creating the f- creating like the volume increase and hitting breaking records as far as decimals. Like, what was the record? The record was an Oklahoma game. I think so. They played music Oklahoma game, and they played music Ole Miss. So you see these records being broken during a time when there is music being piped in. So there's room for both. So it doesn't have to be one or the or. It's it's both. There's value in both. There's always going to be people who don't want to see the band dwindle down, and I I I get it. Yeah, but it's all it's all personal preference. Everybody has their preference, and, and there's nothing nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I like both, man. I like both. I, I love me the band, um, and I also love, you know, to see our players on the sideline dancing, getting hype. I like seeing recruits bobbing their head. I like both, and I like both. And if it wasn't value, you wouldn't see every school in the SEC do it, except Vanderbilt. They don't really do much of anything. 865-255-03. Well, they do. They black out their stadium. They do put up ads on social media trying to get the uh, name of rights to their stadium sold. That's what they do. Uh, yes, that, that was that's, on. That's what they do do. That was in my bookmarks for around the SEC, but we were discussing the college football playoff rankings, and uh, I did not bring up Vanderbilt, but Vanderbilt is selling its naming rights for its football stadium, according oh, to Chris Lee the jokes. of uh, Vandy Sports. Uh, he said that VandySports.com has attained a copy of a document soliciting stadium naming rights for Vanderbilt Stadium, the venue in which it has played football for a century. According to the document, Vanderbilt is working with Independent Sports and Entertainment, ISE, to sell naming rights to the stadium. The proposal is already privately being circulated. According to the document, the brand partner will have the ability to brand the following assets, composite logo and IP, external and internal signage, venue, digital and social media messaging, ticketing and hospitality, experiential access and facility usage, radio and print material, Product and service integration, the alumni association, Vanderbilt campus life. So, I, I'll tell you this: if if Tennessee ever tries to sell the rights to, <laughs> to the name of the stadium, I'm going to fight somebody. <laughs> I I will be getting arrested. I, I am. <laughs> I I will. I will rage. I will fight people if Tennessee ever tries to sell his name. It wouldn't be the first time a Huntsville native has gotten arrested in the last week or so. <laughs> that, that, that is true. <laughs> this time it'll be a Knoxville native <laughs> get, getting arrested. I, I guess you'll be getting arrested along with me if you're saying a Huntsville native is going to get <laughs> arrested, although you're not a Huntsville native either. You're, you're a Knoxville That's right. native. That's right. Um, I, I will fight somebody. <laughs> I don't care. If they try to change Neyland Stadium to, to something, Neyland Stadium – Oh, it'll be powered the, by it'll be pilot. It'll be pilot. Food city. It'll be pilot. Flying J. Neilan Stadium. That's what it would pilot be. Pilot Flying J Stadium. I will go find the Haslam's myself, Stop. and I will fight them. Stop. 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 I don't care if you're 97 years old. Stop We're fighting. Stop We're throwing hands. <laughs> That's not gonna happen. That ain't but, gonna happen. We're not desperate I, like 
Vanderbilt is. That's where like Vanderbilt in, in, in Kentucky. That was my next point. Like Vanderbilt football, they they have to do that. Kentucky football, they have to do that. It, it is good for them to to do that. So I, I get it. It's fun to make the jokes at Vanderbilt, but I understand why Vanderbilt is doing it. It's why Kentucky football did it, but they have not done it with Rupp Arena and Kentucky basketball. Now they may have to change the name at, at Rupp Arena for other reasons, but they're they're not going to sell <laughs> the rights to to that arena's name because they don't have to. It's Kentucky basketball. So a place like Tennessee would would never have to do that, which is why I would be so mad if they did it because they would just be greedy and just trying to find an extra more so, some extra coin in their pocket. That won't be happening in Tennessee. Mid Tennessee Vol says uh, Vandy's new stadium name should be the Dollar Store. Every seat a dollar. What what? What stadium? Do, what do you think the new stadium name will be? What, what's the big? Probably Dollar General, man. They do other stuff. They do other things with Vandy, or it'd be Barnes and Noble. Because remember, remember they was giving out tickets at the Barnes and Noble a couple years ago. Yes, uh, I, I, and I was under be, James Franklin, right? And these be Barnes and Noble or Dollar General. It'd probably be like you think Bridgestone wouldn't do anything because they got Bridgestone Arena. Could they do Bridgestone Stadium in addition? They, Why would you want to? It looks anyways? like they like to associate with winners and the Preds. Yes. I don't think they would want to do anything with Vanderbilt. But I don't blame Vanderbilt for doing what they're doing. I mean, you're trying to get some money, man. Trying to get some money for your athletic program and take, take another step. If they choose Dollar General. Hey, man, don't hate on Dollar General, man. I'm not hating on Dollar General, but I wouldn't want my football stadium named after Dollar General. I, I'm with you. I, I Look, I, I grew up going to Dollar Generals with my grandma. I, I appreciate Dollar General. But to I'm name a football stadium week. after Dollar General? Jared in Texas says Bagel Bites and Natty Lights Stadium. ATL VFL says is Barnes and Noble still around? I don't know. No clue. I see Tennessee says need more band. West Tennessee Falls says as a former member of the band, excuse me, as a former band member of a prestigious high school marching band, uh, there's a tone for the band and there's a time... There's a time for the band. There's a time for recorded music. Together, at times, they are credible. Man, that's, Bingo. That's, that's, that's my the take. Best take. That's my take. That, that's been been given. There's room for both, and I think Tennessee does a great job uh, with both. I, you know, I was at the Ole Miss game. I thought it was unbelievable. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Jonathan, seventy-seven Vol, Vandy Stadium will be sponsored by Waste Management. Volstorm says Lazy Boy Stadium. Nowhere else can you stretch out and watch the game. <laughs> well, that, that's not all the way true because when, <laughs> when Tennessee plays there, Tennessee fans take over. Uh, well, that's true. And I've been there twice when Tennessee fans that's, have taken over. That's it, true. There was not an empty spot. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get to uh, TC. TC, good morning. What's up? Howdy. How are you? Dude. I had no idea you guys had such disdain and hatred for the band. <laughs> that is, uh, that's a little shocking. We're, we're, we're band but. haters. <laughs> hey, the only thing I don't like that the band does, I hate that they always play whoever you're playing, the opposing team's fight song. Yeah, I've never I, understood that one. I don't, I, I don't get that. Screw the other team. We don't want to hear their daggum fight song. That's right. Screw sportsmanship. 
Screw being nice. Screw being welcoming. I don't want to hear nothing has to do with that other team. But anyway, the other thing is uh, when it comes to Vanderbilt Stadium, I'd probably name it the Long John Silver Stadium because Long John Silver sucks too. Uh, if they named it Long John Silver Stadium, that would uh, that'd be interesting. And nobody goes there either. No, I like well, Lazy Boy. <laughs> Lazy Boy is pretty good. I like <laughs> the waste man. I like waste too. management stadium. That's pretty good too. Oh boy! Oh man, Swaino, congratulations to your Atlanta Braves. Oh, thanks. Yeah, man. You know, we did it. We did it, man. It was hard I road. I you late last night. I was like, man, I'm happy for Swain. Yeah, yeah. You know, my team, you know, man, <laughs> stuck through them through thick and thin. It was tough. But, uh, you know, we made it out. We made it out. <laughs> Champions! Oh, 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 Chop, chop, chop. Chop, you chop, need, chop. You need me to pick you up some Braves uh, World Championship gear down here in Atlanta and bring it my, my next time up? I already ordered some. Yeah, I ordered some from, from the team shop <laughs> right to the game. Woke up and ordered some. Chop, 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 chop it up. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. I just want to call in and mess with you for a minute. You guys have a great day. <laughs> I see you, man. Oh, man. Let's get to uh, Triple OG Jamie. Yeah, Triple O. What's up? Oh, nothing. First, I want to say congratulations to all uh, my uh, – Braves family and friends, you know, nice to see y'all get a championship. Are you a Braves fan? Hell no. He's a Detroit Tigers fan. No, hell no. I'm a Chicago White Sox fan. What? 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 We've discussed this, Wayne, face to face. I told you my team. I'm so tired of you. Oh, my gosh. I'm so tired of you, Triple O. How are you a White Sox fan, but you're not a a Bears fan? You can't, because you I watched the White, White Sox on WGN. You Excuse me, let me speak. You can't be a White Sox fan. You can't be anything in Chicago. If you are a Detroit fan, you can't be a fan of any team in Chicago. That's against I'm the not, rules. Are you a Bulls fan not, too? Well, hell no. The only thing I like about Chicago is deep dish pizza and the White Sox. Everything else sucks. Okay, Triple O. Oh, I, I get solids now, don't I? I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Oh, you know what? You were nice Monday when I was sleeping, catching up, recuperating from walking around neighborhoods with no lights on in West Knoxville. <laughs> what I say? What are you talking about? You know what you said. Don't be front now. Don't be front now, Kool-Aid, sir. Don't be front now. How awful the Lions looked against a bad Eagles team. I mean, what's new? What's different than what I said before? What, what, you know what, sir? You want to beat that team by 10 points. On your home field. It needed two fumbles. And one of them the second worst fumble in NFL history. Triple and you still struggle to beat us. Why are you talking you about yeah. football? Oh, come on, man. You got the worst stadium in the history of the NFL. Triple O. Why are you even talking about NFL football? Because I can do – I can love the NFL. I can love football. Yo. Same reason why you – Triple O. Do you actually love football, Your though? team, they ain't won a yeah. game all damn season, Triple O. And, and who gives a damn? I can still love football. You, Just you like can, I, unlike you, can you love I don't football. hate the man. You can love football, but you can't talk trash, Triple O. I'm not talking trash. 
Who talking trash? You just talked about my team barely beating your team. You, I can talk about the stadium. I mean, you're Vanderbilt. You're the Vanderbilt on the NFC North. Is it not the You're dump? talking is trash. It, you're talking trash, Triple O. Is it dump? Yes or no? Is your stadium a dump compared to everybody else? <laughs> Your stadium yes, is no. nicer, Triple O. Congratulations. Triple O's love language is talking trash. Triple O. I'm not talking trash. Triple O. I'm just asking Triple Single. Your Plus, team. It's a yes or no question. You're, you're talking is trash. your stadium a dump compared to everybody <laughs> that else? That is talking trash, division. Triple O. Triple O. Your team got beat 44-6 like it was a MAC team. You can't even host a MAC championship unlike us. Uh, your stadium can't even hold that. Your uh, team can't even get a big team team. Uh, it's this sad is, this that, it's, you know what? You're talking about, 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 you know, Mac and everything. We host that championship every game. You know why? Because we got a decent stadium. Oh, so, so your stadium nicer yeah. now. Oh, this is where you're going. Not even on the field. You brought it off the field. You're talking about how nice your stadium is. This is where you, this hey, is how far you fall. This hey, is how but, far you hey, fall. You know what? You know what? Uh, I, you know why? Sad. Because you got your mouth. You, you started this on. Triple O, you Triple o wasn't, you, wasn't you at the beginning of the season that said you would be happy with a seven-win season in the NFL, and y'all's ass can't even do that? You know what? My ass is injured. My team is just quad oh. is destroyed. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're injured. Oh, that's, that's the excuse. I started out with the second. I got 16 people on IR. And look who I was on IR. And two of them got on IR after the first quarter of playing on your, on your crappy ass. Two of my best players got injured the first quarter of your crappy ass field. What else you should get? Yeah, your players didn't didn't ride on the plane. Three, okay. three games, thirteen days. What other Bush Jones excuse you gonna use for us? Today, I ain't got up? no Bush Jones. Don't you ever don't you ever mention no damn live Jones to me? Don't you, you ever like, mention that? You sound, like you sound just like him. Whatever. You owe it eight. You don't no have R- excuse. Hey, ain't no Arkansas Kirby here. Don't you don't you put that on me? Oh and eight. Don't you put that. Don't you put that juju on me. The worst team in the league. The worst. It's okay. Not one of I'm the in worst. The, rebuild. <laughs> the worst. You've only won three. You've won three games and one of the three came against us. The Texans. What are you yapping for? The Texans are better than you. And the Texans. You Bradley beat us. The team. Who got a playoff on Thanksgiving? You Bradley won. You beat us by 10 with, our work, with the worst quarterback in the NFL. You Bradley beat us. What are you yapping for? Because my Seriously. team has won more than zero games. That's why. Okay, your team won more than zero games, and you and you still get your butt handed to you. What about that? What about that thirty-eight to three down in Tampa? Yeah, Tampa my did team it. Scores more than your team does. Tampa did it, not the Lions. The Lions didn't do that. Okay, Triple o, all but, of yeah, your you hate. Three, but but we scored six points. Oh, the last game I played, we scored six. The last team I, I, I played, all your hate should three. be focused on Kentucky this week. He scored six. He scored Man, six points, and other teams scored forty-four. Who gives a care about them 81 lost Kentucky, Kentucky fans? Don't get me started on them kissing their first third, first, second, and third cousin. You need to, you need to focus. Don't you have family in Kentucky that always runs in their mouth? Yes, they do, but I had to remind them. Oh, congratulations. It was your first win since Purple Rain came out. 37 years. Congratulations. That, that's where your energy and hate needs to be focused this week, not on swing. Both of y'all have crappy football teams and about to take L's over the next two weeks to my Pittsburgh Steelers. That is true. Well, yeah. (laughs) I mean, that is true. That is true. Uh, Thank you, Ben, for bringing some uh, rationality. Who y'all drafting first in the draft this year? 
the defensive end from uh, Oregon because I don't want no quarterback. You said DJ Ui Angalale? <laughs> no, that's that uh, stirrup. You going to have a, you gonna have a Dr. <laughs> Dr. Pepper party in the transfer portal? <laughs> no, I'm just going to draft him and hope that my, my, my team gets better. That's all. I'm on hopes and prayers. I mean, I'm to the point now I'm out of luck. I mean, you. I mean, everybody act like it's like you got the worst team in the NFL. <laughs> you do. Okay, it ain't like we ain't got the most losses in the NFL history. I mean, come on now. I already know my team sucks. You don't have to remind me of that. To the point, Swain. My mom said my team sucks. My mom Sunday said my team sucks. Hey. This is the point I'm at. Mama, right? You, know you wrong. You know what? I just looked at her and my brother, and he cracked up, and he was still a fan. Talking about we about to beat y'all too. And I told him, I said, Negro, you lucky that well, I'm in my mama's house. I can't cuss you out right now. Also, I mean, I was just destroyed. I was destroyed on Halloween. When your own mama said your team sucks, you know it's bad. Hey, it's man. terrible when your mama said your team sucks. Listen, man, everybody beats the Lions. Bragging about beating the Lions would be like somebody bragging about getting a date with a Kardashian. Everyone does that. Oh, God. Oh, oh, God. Don't triple O, y'all, y'all have the second most – Losses in NFL history, and at the rate that y'all are going, y'all y'all will catch up to the Cardinals here soon. Oh man, you mean they have more losses than us? Mm-hmm. Shocking, huh? Ugh. Ugh. Well, that's a win. <laughs> the, Bear, this the the Lions only have eighty three more all time losses than the Bears. <sighs> yeah, except the difference is that the Bears will actually get somebody decent and then make the playoffs next year. Oh, triple O. There, folks, is a man who's broken. You know how the, the Bears had the most all-time wins in the NFL? Bears? Mm-hmm. It's also because they've played more games than anybody. I mean, they yeah, had the I mean, most, most wins and second most losses. How can a, how can a person <laughs> talk trash when their team haven't won a game all season? Triple O was trying though. The funny part was him saying that he wasn't talking trash, but, but when he was, he ta- was talking trash he was about talk, your stadium, he was talking trying to talk, talk trash. He tried to move the goalposts, <laughs> change the narrative. But our stadium is nicer, really. Who cares? <sighs> Land that plane. Who cares, man? Like Miami had the crappiest stadium ever when they were winning championships in the early two thousands. Like, who cares? Who cares, man? Oh, Triple O. He tried. Well, Tink Tink tried. Little, little engine that could. He tried, man. He tried. Instead of a little Tink Tink, it's a little, little trip trip. Little, little, little trip trip. He tried, man. He tried. The most horrific thing happened in the NFL in the last couple of days, and that is um, Henry Ruggs got behind the wheel while intoxicated. And um, hit someone and, and killed a young person there in Las Vegas. He has been since released. It's not a time for put him on for what, because we don't do for what's where it includes death. But his decision to get behind the wheel, it makes no sense. You have all the money in the world. And if you don't have money, like Henry Ruggs, you can always call an Uber. And Henry Ruggs' wife will change forever. And more importantly, the family of the deceased, their life will change forever. 
And it's a simple decision to not get behind the wheel when you are intoxicated. It's the saddest thing right now in sports. Here's a young man that um, from the state of Alabama that had an opportunity to change his life and his family's life forever using the game of football with the talents and blessings that the good Lord gave him. And he threw it all away. It's over. It is over. It is over. It is over. So you just, I mean, your heart, your heart crumbles for a young lady's family. A, I mean, an animal was also in the car as well. Um, look on ESPN and the official news is that the Raiders released wide receiver Henry Ruggs following a Tuesday night crash. They left the woman dead. I faces felony charges of driving under the influence of alcohol resulting in death and reckless driving. Kurt, Kurt, the court records show he was released from a hospital and taken to jail early Tuesday ahead of initial court appearance scheduled for Wednesday. I always like to end the show on a positive note. But it's important that we end the show in a way that puts the attention where it needs to be. There's too many people driving, distracted, driving, behind, you know, getting behind the wheel, impaired. You don't have to. There's so many resources. Uber, Lyft, taxis are still, they still alive and well as, as well, too. So you just hate to see this. Didn't mention it early in the show, but I hope this is a lesson. Not just for athletes, but for everybody. Do not get behind the wheel, please. If you are impaired, call an Uber. Call someone to help. Don't go anywhere. Spend the night where you are. Just don't do it. Because it's an invincible feeling that people have. Well, it's not going to happen to me. Well, I can handle it. I'm, I'm good. No, it's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. It's not worth risking your life and someone else's life. We hope everybody has a great day today. We'll be back tomorrow for Thursday's edition of the Swain Event. Swain Event is fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865-255-03. And make sure you take advantage of the UT license plate that's available now. County clerks across the state of Tennessee. Your purchase will go to support scholarships for UT students. Peace and love. We are out. Have a great day. Have a blessed day.